Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Oh God, we come to you to hear your Word. We come knowing that life is busy and that life gives us a lot of stuff to deal with. And sometimes we can easily get paralyzed with all the decisions that we need to make. And Lord, we know that when we are in you, all that we need to do is the next right thing in love. All we need to do is the next right thing, being faithful to, to who you are and to what you call us to be. So, Lord, we come to you as your people. And we ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Okay, so show of hands. Who tried it? Who tried to hold their breath? Did you beat them? No. No, I don't know what to do. You know, the funny thing about breathing, maybe you're like me, I don't think about it that much. Because it's something that we do. When we breathe, it's just a a natural reaction to our lives. But our our breathing is so important. If we didn't breathe, we'd be dead, right? You know, there's only two times in your life that you don't breathe. Before you're born and after you die, right? All of these things are important to remember. I I found some great uh, facts about breathing. Did you know that we take 26,000 breaths each day. And, and in those breaths, approximately, we, we take in approximately 14,000 liters of air. Crazy, isn't it? Um, we take four to six breaths a minute. That, that is about the, what we should be taking. But on average, we normally take about 16 to 20 breaths a minute. Now, I know after I say that, I'm going to lose about half of you. You're going to be counting how many breaths you take each minute during the sermon. Experts say that from our breathing, we should get 99% of our energy, but most of us only access about 10 to 20% of that energy. Just think of all of the energy we miss because we don't breathe correctly. When we're distracted, stressed, or moving too fast, we we tend to breathe up here from our chest, and that's what makes us not get the, the correct type of breath that we really need in order to access all of that energy that we have. Now, in, in my previous career, I think I told you or I may have shared with you before that I was a, a music teacher and I, I have a music education degree. And one of the things about music, uh, Kira's gone, but I know she's in choir and I know that she would, and so you would agree with it. A lot of it has to do with your breath, how you breathe and, and, and what you do in order to get the uh, maximum amount of breath 
while you're performing a song or, or playing an instrument or, or singing. I remember in choir, we would have these competitions to see how long you would be able to, to hold a note, and it all depended on the amount of air that you were able to use. We have this muscle called uh, the diaphragm, and this diaphragm helps control exactly how much air that we bring, and it, it's, it's down around this area. So I'm gonna do a little music education thing for you. Invite you all just to sit at the edge of your, your pews, if you will, including you, Richard. You're sitting there. You did it last service, but you can do it this service too. Now then I want you to take one hand, one hand and place it here on your side, and then place the other hand on your stomach. Now, when you breathe, I want you to feel your belly area expand. You know, if you breathe and you, you do your shoulders like this, you're not getting a good breath. You want to have this balloon area, diaphragm, stomach area just expand. So ready? One, two, three. Breathe in. And breathe out. Try one more time. Breathe in. Breathe out. So when you're home, practice that. And when you do that, that can help you learn exactly what to practice. I, I'll, I'll admit, whenever I go to the doctor, because I'm such a nerd and I know it, when I do a physical or whatever and, and the doctor tells me to take in my breath, I'm sitting there at a table and I'm going, let's see how I can do this without moving at all. And but it's important. Breathing is important. And, and, and I think the reason why, and the most important reason that breathing is important is because the breath that we have is a gift from God. God gives us our breath. We, we, we go all the way to the beginning of the Bible, to, to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. We have these words, the Lord God formed the human from the topsoil of the fertile land and blew life's breath into his nostrils. And then the human came to life. God, God formed humankind, and it wasn't until God gave breath to the human that he had life. And that breath is something that we continue to expound and use over and over again. It is a reminder that we are sacred creations. We are sacred creations that God has given us power in our life and in our breath. And it helps us to be awake to, to what God is doing all around us. But if you're like me, we tend to forget that. We tend to forget that, that we are a special creation of God, and God gives us this power, and God gives us this life, and we, we just end up wasting it away. We waste it away doing a whole bunch of other things, and I wish that I can say that that was a new thing, but you know, if we look all throughout scriptures, there are stories over and over again how God's people took the great and good gifts that God has given them and wasted away. 
know, from Adam and Eve in the garden to the Israelites as they wandered in the wilderness after they set up their kingdoms to just us here today where we get so tied up and, and worried about all of the things around us, we fail to forget that God loves us and cares for us. Another thing that the breath gives us is that breath helps us to understand. Job 32 verse 8 says, But the Spirit is a pers- in a person, the Almighty's breath gives understanding. When, when Job was going through his trials and tribulations, it was trying to figure out exactly what was happening in his life. And we know that Job never turned or never cursed God, but his, compar- his, his partners were telling him to, to give up on who God is, give up on what God has for him because God wasn't there for him. But God, Job knew that if he stayed faithful, that if he stayed true to what God had for him, God would give him that understanding. And there's a beautiful end of the book of Job where God just lays out everything. And we see Job being restored in Scripture. I think the last thing that when I think about God's breath, it gives us healing power. That's why we must sleep. That sleep helps us to to calm down, but I think it also allows us to have a good breathing rhythm so that we can be refreshed and renewed. I, I just recently got one of those dreaded CPAP machines because I'm fat and, um, and I have some other things with my nose and all that stuff that makes it really hard for me to breathe at night. And I have a Fitbit that tracks my, my sleeping record and everything. And before I got the, the CPAP machine, I would look at my sleeping patterns and there'd be a whole bunch of red in there saying that these were all the times that that I was awake during the night. But with the addition of the CPAP machine, I'm able to see that I'm getting a much better night's sleep and I'm feeling more rested and there are some medical things or uh, health things that that are not going on with me that, that used to go on because it's important to have that breath fixed and regulated so that we can take a hold of everything that God has for us. See, God wants us to have rest, but not just rest from not thinking about things or or participating in things. God wants us to make sure our rest is in him. Jesus was talking to his disciples, and he addressed this in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, when he said, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, maybe if you're like me, when we're so busy and we're so frantic and we're breathing from our chest and we're trying to hurry through life as much as we can, we don't feel this rest. But if we place our hope and our trust in God, God gives us the ability to to enjoy that rest. Jesus continues because that that rest isn't just a a passive thing, it's, it's an active rest. 
Jesus says to take my yoke upon you. Take my teachings. Take all that I have for you. Take that upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find, here's that word again, rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, I think when we comprehend or, or when we take a hold of the breath of God that is placed inside of us, then we can find that true rest. We can find that hope that God gives each and every one of us. There's a way that I practice having that type of rest, uh, and that's something called a breath prayer. And, and a breath prayer is, is something that unfortunately has been kind of mis mis misconstrued and, and taken over by, uh, by mystics and by 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 Zen Buddhist and, and everything, and people have this view of it as a New Age-ish type of thing. But in all actuality, a breath prayer is something that is rooted deep into the life and the traditions of the Christian church. Well, what, a, what a breath prayer is, it, it's a brief statement or, or simple phrase that you can say over and over again and have it monitored by your breath where you would say one part inhaling and then you would say the next part exhaling. And you would sit there and you would take a part of that allowing the air and the breath that God has given you to help draw closer to the power that God calls all of us to unleash in our lives. Some of my favorite uh, breath prayers would be like Psalm 121 verse 2 where you inhale and say, my help comes from the Lord and exhale with the maker of heaven and earth. 1 Samuel 3, 9, inhale with speak, Lord, and then exhale, your servant is listening. Psalm 123, Luke 18, 13, and Luke 18, 38 has rooted in this called the, the sinner's prayer, where you would inhale saying, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, and then exhale, have mercy on me, a sinner. And then Revelation 22, 20. Inhale with come, and then exhale with Lord Jesus. Here at about uh, 1230, I, I posted something on our Facebook page where it has these different breath prayers. I invite you over the next week to practice that, to take time to be still and allow God to speak into your life and allow God's breath to give you the energy that comes from our Savior, Jesus Christ. See, when we take in the breath of God, it is natural for us then to then share that breath back to God. Psalm 150 reminds us, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So wouldn't it be fitting to use the breath and use the power that God has given each and every one of us to take turns then to return that breath back to God in praise. So my hope and my prayer 
is as we go through trying and difficult times, as we wonder exactly what God is going to do in our presence, that we remember that God doesn't ask us to make these huge, gigantic decisions in our lives, but God calls us to do the next right thing, to take time to be, to be still, to take time to be silent, to take time to, to focus and, and experience our breath, knowing that that has been a gift from a God who loves us and cares for us, from, from Jesus who calls us to breathe and to come to him and, and to accept his rest. And then, once we get a hold of that silence, once we get a hold of that breath, then we can be prepared to be surprised by all of the good and great things that our Savior Jesus Christ has for us. My hope and my prayer is that as we continue to grow as true disciples of Jesus Christ, we can embrace the love that he has for us so that then we can return that love to him and to our neighbors around us. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you that you have given us life. And Lord, we know that you call us to do great things with the life that we have. Help us have that reminder that every time we breathe in and breathe out, that we are called to be your children. And Lord, every single time that we breathe in and breathe out, we are reminded you know, that life can be so hard. Life can be such a trial. Life can be a way that we just don't know where to go. But Lord, while life may be hard, we know that life is worth the breathing. Because when we breathe, we are close to you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.